dualistic system in a way, how we perceive things. And then it roots into a, an idea called dua, uh, dualism. Have you heard of that? Well, dualism is subject-object. Yes. So basically, us as an experience now, as a perceptual event, there's, uh, there's two points that are being, uh, that are available. Sometimes you think you're the thinking of things, so you're the subject, yes? And sometimes you're the thought about. So then if you're an object, yeah? So then there's subject-object. So this subject-object non-duality is just basically saying that's not true. It's not saying there's oneness or ultimate whatever. It's just saying what there's not. Because in my uh, entertaining these ideas, what's discovered is, well, we'll just keep waiting for people just to come on in It was a giant parade, yes. Yeah. I took it, I thought it was for me for a while. <laughs> no, I've been in Toronto for a few days. So, how what happened with me is I believe there's what's going on right now is there is an act of being identified as the doer, the feeler, the thinker, the haver, the seer, the taster, the smeller, yes? And that act of being identified, we usually start our lives from there, and it may lead us to wanting to look for what we call what we are, but all the while we're using what we are to look for what we are, because we're not a seer, a hearer, a feeler, a taster, and a toucher. We're the seeing, the hearing, the feeling, the tasting, and the touching, yes? We're a verb in a sense. And then the verb sort of becomes attached to this noun, becomes identified as the noun, and then now the noun starts feeling uncomfortable, restless, and discontent, and starts seeking, yeah? And maybe it gets to a spiritual point where it starts seeking for, let's say, its true self, but it's starting from a false reference, yeah? So if you are what you're looking for, looking for it would be the biggest way of disguising it, yes? Yeah. If you were using what you're looking for to look for it, that would be a, it'd be a big butt of a big joke. Really. <laughs> so this is sort of what non-duality, in a sense, brings you to if you entertain it. It's going gonna, it's gonna, to uh, reveal to you if, if there is not this subject-object. So let's say there's subjectivity, let's call it that, yeah? So there's awareness, and, or you can say consciousness. I would say consciousness is in awareness. There's consciousness as an event here. And if you look at the basis of our day, it's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, yes? So we're seeing things, hearing things, feeling, tasting, touching. And then in Buddhism, they, they think there's a sixth sense, which is the hearing of thoughts, yeah? or seeing subtler objects, like thoughts, yeah? So this is conscious contact. Consciousness is in contact with this place, and it's, I don't believe it's a place, but let's just say it's in contact with its while it's dreaming through these five senses. You could have 50 senses, you'd have 50 contact points. It isn't, the consciousness isn't limited by the doors it goes through, yes? And so they're seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. Everyone's basis of the, of the day is there. And then in time, this, this is the trip, in time, 
a men the mental process arises. Like when you were a kid, there wasn't a sense of being the seer. It was just seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, like when you were one years old and stuff. Yeah, if you have a look, if you have a look at a child, what's so attractive is there's no one home, basically. It's just, you know. <laughs> so the brain had to develop to start presenting this story about life. Yeah. And so the brain's development lends itself to reaching a point, and what it does is it claims what it comes in contact with. Yeah. So the, the consciousness brings the mental state in contact with seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, and touching, and the mental state claims the seeing, the hearing, the feeling, the tasting, and touching to imply the seer, the hearer, the feeler, the taster, the toucher, which is attributed to the body. So now the subjectivity that's being demonstrated here is attributed to the object, yeah? So the dualism, so you have subjectivity, but it's sort of identified with the object. So now, let's say seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching would be life is happening, and then see or seen, hear or heard, feel or felt would be life's happening to me. It's an interpretation, yeah? It's obvious, see it. So they're seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, thinking, everything is verbing, acting, but there's no noun. The mental state implies by claiming the verbing that there's a noun, and now you, you lose the sense of being conscious, and now you wanna become conscious as the object, you see? So all the while you use the subject to look for itself, and that's the way it's hidden here in plain sight. And the great masters have stated it in many, many different ways to catch our attention because basically messages such as this are mostly warnings about the basic pitfalls of how that identification as what you're not is going to claim to be the hero of this message. Right now it's already going to be neutered because like the first video we ever did was the lion and the sheep video. Not, a lot of people never been here, so well, I've never been here. There's <laughs> a lot of people. So let's say there's a lion and a, and she has a cub, and they're walk they're running around the savannah, and then the mother gets killed, and then the cub is orphaned. Cub cub doesn't really know what's going on. It had a big dependence on the mother. Mother's gone, so it's roaming around, and it sees this herd this herd of sheep. And it starts moving towards the sheep. Now the sheep knows it's a lion, so they get a little flipped out. But they suddenly the lion just walks up, and they realize, Jesus, this lion doesn't even know it's a lion. So the lion, so the lion becomes ingratiated with the sheep and starts living like a sheep. You know, so it's you know going to the meadow, chewing cud. You know, it's listening to everyone complain who's going to be the next sweater this season, and it's like feeling a little weird, but it doesn't know any better. It's trying to adapt to the way of life. Everyone seems to be doing it. And it even gets the eye of another sheep, a female sheep, and they have babies. They look pretty weird, but they rationalize it away. And then it becomes a big sheep in this little flock, you know, because you big and everything like that. But it's, it's barring, you know, and it's like got its hair curled, and it's, you know, got its nails cut. It's just like sheeping, sheeping. So then, what happens is this one day an old lion comes into the area and sees this herd of sheep and then, and then starts running after it to eat one of them. Yeah? And then out of the corner of its eye, it sees this other lion. So it's thinking this other lion is joining, the, joining him in the hunt, 
but then it realizes it's running with the sheep. So it fears off from the sheep and it, and it grabs the young lion. The young lion rolls over and goes, please, Mr. Lion, don't eat me. I'm just a humble sheep. Now the old lion just grabs it by the neck, brings it over to the water hole, puts both their heads over. They see their reflections and ammo, you're a lion. Yes? So the young lion gets it. Doesn't have to take three months of classes. Doesn't have to practice roaring. All those innate abilities that weren't being accessed suddenly are available, seemingly with no thought and effort on its part because it's never not been a lion. It was assuming it was a lion. It believed it was a sheep, I mean, but it wasn't, yes? So this is the dilemma. The whole message of non-duality is maybe just maybe your mental state takes itself to be a sheep. So even when you hear the message you're a lion, the mental state may take two seconds to arise. I don't think any process could beat it, yeah? It's going to claim to be the hearer of the message. So here it is, here's the message, you're a lion. And maybe of that little bit of lion in you that's still freaking available, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion, very clear message. I mean, it should take a minute, really. You're a lion, you're a lion. It hits the ears and it's heard as, I can become like a lion because it's claimed by the sheep here. Yes? I've seen it, I've watched it. It's happening with you right now. It happens all day. This isn't about stopping, it's about seeing it's not you. It's not about stopping the mental processes, it's by seeing they're not you. You're not the product of their interpretation. You're before it, yeah? Before you ever thought you were a sheep, you were a lion. Period. Nothing's ever changed. I don't care how lo you go to sleep tonight and you have a dream. Let's say it's about a four second gulp of water. Just the whole the dream is just you drank a gulp of water and then you woke up. And then the next night you have a dream that spans 300 years. Yes? How long does it take to wake up from the dream of 300 years? the exact same amount of time it took up to wake from the dream of four seconds. Time doesn't fucking matter, yeah? You can think you're a sheep, you can act like you're a sheep, it doesn't make you a sheep, because you're something other than a sheep. This is the whole message of non-duality. It's not an affirmation, because if you affirm what you are, if you describe being a lion completely, what's gonna hear it is the sheep. It doesn't go anywhere. The sheep will now want to even become more like a lion, which is going to add more freaking years being a sheep. But if you talk to the lion about the sheep, yeah, if you can get the message to the lion, and I don't think you can miss it, yeah, to talk to the lion about the sheep, that goes somewhere. So if people come to meetings like this and you talk about the Buddha, it goes nowhere. If I speak to Steve about the Buddha, it doesn't go anywhere. But if I speak to Buddha about Steve, that goes somewhere, yes? Because maybe, just maybe, that aspect of Buddha that you are goes, hey, I may not be Steve. <laughs> and you know what? It's correct. So something happens. It's not, it's something happens, and it's not cast as lifetimes of practice. It's an immediate recognition of something, yeah? <laughs> You're a lion. <laughs> so if you seem to forget in time, you come back and you get the same message. People, I've been to Toronto 11 years. It's 
can ask someone who was here 11 years ago. It's the exact same fucking thing I heard 11 years ago. You can't say what's new in non-duality for 2019. Nothing. It's just a fact. It doesn't. It's not advanced or radical or extreme. It's a fact. What's prior to all this is non-dual. It's not a thing. There's no separation. It's not subject-object. It's just what is. And it's permeating us right this second. But we just don't think so. Because the thought system is the main interpretive machine. It's telling us we're this and that and that and this. We're going to be that. We will be this. It's freaking incredible amount of propaganda. And then people think they're going to go in there and stop it. As it, it doesn't go anywhere. Just so you're not that which is being thought about. Then you'll lose interest in the thoughts. Or even better, see that you're not the thinker of the thoughts and you'll lose interest in the thoughts. Because the only reason why you're interested in them is they're about you, really. I wouldn't sit in here listening to thoughts about Stanley if I'm not Stanley. I would turn that station off immediately. And I, I would definitely not go back and say, oh, what, I, what Stanley did 10 years ago, if I would have made a left, maybe I would have met my future wife. I'd have kids now instead of being in this fucking ashram. Whatever it would be. But you know, your head wouldn't go there. You'd be losing interest in it. And where would the interest be now? It would be enriching your day, not enslavering it to yesterday and tomorrow. It's that simple. Yeah. So, non-duality is not two. It doesn't mean anything about oneness. Nothing. It's not two. Because it doesn't matter how much the lion hears about being a lion if it's identified as a sheep. It makes it worse. You want to talk to the lion about the sheep. When you study, see... If you are what you're looking for, if you believe so, in yoga, I do a yoga, I do a speak, uh, talk in Philly at a yoga studio, and they have a very famous yogic mantra. I think they, people can translate it differently. The way it was on the wall there was, gone, gone, gone to the other shore, which in Buddhism, the other shore is like awakening or whatever. Yeah? Gone, gone, gone to the other shore. Uh, Upon arriving on having never left. So what we're doing is erasing the first sentences and just putting on having never left. Then there won't be so much going, going, going. <laughs> because you've already you, you can't you can't arrive at where you already are. Give it a shot. You've been trying probably for years. Have you arrived there? Jesus Christ. There would be a difference. You'd be chilled out right now. On having never left is totally different than gone, gone, gone to another shore. That's going to take a whole lot of time. But on having never left, <laughs> there's no planning about arrival because you, you realize you've never left. This is the whole insanity. The head tells you you're out of a moment and then you try to get into the moment. Have you really ever been out of a moment? Your head seems to be, are you? If you look at the surveillance cameras, you've been at every place you've been at. <laughs> this is your picture, your body's right there. Oh, I was in Nevada that night. No, you were fucking in wherever this place is, Oakville. <laughs> yes, the head assumes all this power it doesn't have. When you were playing when you were young as a baby, were you worried about playing next week? 
didn't have any idea of time yet. It's a construct that we grew into. Did you? When I was playing, I wasn't, no, will I be playing next week? There's a Labrador, you know, will I go to the beach next fucking weekend? No, it doesn't have any time. And I wasn't asking my mother, hey mom, how's my playing? Like playing as good as Wayne, or you know, maybe I should go to playing camp or something. No, there was just you weren't trying to get into the moment. You could, you hadn't real thought you could be out of the moment. Were you looking for retreats? No, it's a whole different attitude and outlook because the system hadn't grown strong enough yet to suck all our attention and interest into it. Yeah. So the non-duality to me is a fact. That's all it is. It's a fact. You're going to come to it, or maybe you can hear it now, but it's inevitable. Because all after you get all your somethings, they're going to add up to nothing. And you're going to be right where you started, <laughs> which is exactly where you've always been. So this just saves you time. It cuts out the gone, gone, gone. Forget the other shore. You're already there. Yeah, it's beautiful in a way. And if you have a big spiritual budget, you'll save a lot of money. You will. You will save a lot of freaking money. Because you'll see the futility of using the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You will. It's futile. Yeah? A great master, Hoang Po, a great master. Chinese said, Hoang Po. He was, let's say, at something like this. Yeah? And he was talking to people, maybe Jim's and Mary's, different names, China, you know? Jim, Mary, Conrad, Paul. And uh, he was talking to Jim, Mary, Conrad, Paul, but he was actually trying to talk through Jim and Conrad to the Buddha. Yeah. See, you and I are the obscuring agents. We're what's causing the simple message of a lion not getting to the lion, yeah? By the identification of something else. So here we go. We're talking, so Hawaiian Po goes, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Do you think he would have said that to anyone who wasn't the Buddha? He's looking right at you and he says, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You can't use mind, big mind, to seek mind. You can't use light to seek light. He was inferring you are mind, you are light, you are Buddha. And maybe right now as Steve and Conrad and Bill, you're in the act of using Buddha to look for the Buddha. These are sort of like like we're at a spiritual shoe store. We're trying to put out a shoe. They downstairs. They won't let me have a shoe here. So put a shoe, and if the shoe fits, wear it. And this is one of the big shoes. Hey, maybe if you hear, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Maybe that feels like exactly what you've been doing. Who knows? You know, it's like throwing a dart. I think it probably will hit a few people can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Very clear. No commentary, no 800 more pages, just wow. And it's hoping that what will trigger, not Conrad, but the Buddha seemingly in Conrad, so that the Buddha will look at, wait a minute, I'm not fucking Conrad. Yeah? Now what's going to happen? Conrad will continue, but he'll travel lighter as Conrad. Because for Conrad to be to the center of the universe, He's not equipped to be that, being an object. It's too much. It's too much for you to be the thing that's always thought about. It's way too much. You'd rather have that light of mind dispersed 
instead of concentrated, it's just flipping people out. Yeah. So you see it, the thought system, all of the mental processes are used to infer to us all day that we're a body, basically. The thoughts, when the thought system is thinking about you, you're thought about as a body. You're thought about as a doer, that's represented as a body. As a thinker, represented as a body. As the feeler, represented as a body. As the dancer, represented as a body. As the yogini, represented as a body. It's constantly using all the thoughts to infer that you're a body. Yes? The memories, when, you're, when the attention goes into the memories, how are you pictured in a memory three years ago? My body, you couldn't say, oh, there I am as spirit in Maui. You know, where? Where? Look at the nice suit I had on, where? You know? No, your, your memories, all of them, picture you as a body. And the perceptions of this world see things. They don't see no thing, they see things. They're programmed to see things in space, not the space, but the things in the space, yeah? This is what we're relying on, and as The Course of Miracles says, I don't know if you've heard it, it says the brain interprets to the body of which it is a part. Basically that simple. So all the information being collated by the brain is basically directed at the story that, that starts with you as a body. There you go. I mean, there's other options, really. You can have another option. You can have the interest and attention be drawn to nothingness directly, not to nothingness through the thing, because that's more interest in the thing. When the, it, when the thing gets interest in being a no thing, that's a huge thing. See, this is what happens. People, if I go to a seminar like this or a workshop for two years, how to lose the obsession with self, it could be construed as obsession with self, yes? <laughs> yes, yeah. you see it? I mean, you can't get out of it because you're in it. You don't realize your role here. You really don't. You're the obscuring agent. <laughs> so that's the message. I can give you a lot of ways it's produced because if you are what you're looking for, then you're in the state of being it, yeah? Being it. You can't know what you are. You can't understand what you are. You can't experience what you are. You only have one possibility concerning what you are, which is being it. That's it. But you can know what you're not. You can understand what you're not, yeah? So it would be much better to study what you're not than to study the Buddha as what you're not. Seriously, it's much, much more, it's gonna produce tangible effects, yeah? So you can study what you're not. You can know what you're not. You're experiencing what you're not all day, yeah? This is a whole just shifting because if our knowledge is directed from what is ignorant of its own condition, then it's gonna lend that ignorance that's gonna be lent to every chapter of that knowledge. If you could just have knowledge about that, about the failedness of the system we're relying on, maybe there would be success 
behind the scenes, not through it or for it, but from it, yes? And then you would see that the freedom is before the bondage, that the inherent state is free of self. That one of us, as a one, we don't have to become free of self because that would be a self trying to become free of self. Yeah. But the freedom is from. You see what you're not, and in seeing what you're not, you find out what you are. Instead of trying to find out what you are through what you're not, yeah? Yes, instead of looking, using the seeing to look for itself, yeah? You see you're not the looker, and then you get the sense of being the seeing. Yeah? And then these cryptic statements not just make sense, they put a stop to shit, yeah? you realize completely the futility of using the Buddha to seek the Buddha. And I'll tell you, when it hit me, it gave me a revelation of a, like a 20-something year span of time in a second, and it told me that exactly was what I was doing the whole time. I was using the Buddha to find the Buddha, all the while being the Buddha. Yeah. And in seeing that, it stopped because of the utter complete futility of it, yeah? I, it was a failed system. And what can a failed system show you? It's failed, and it did. It showed me it's failed, and then those, I went and read things, and I, it, they got re-endorsed by what I read, because Ramana Maharshi, very respected person, would frame this as the problem, or the greatest mystery, the greatest mystery is reality wanting to attain reality. The greatest of all mysteries is reality wanting to attain reality. Now reality would never do that unless it was taking itself to be something other than reality. And then if that's the case, if reality was taking itself to be something other than reality, then it would be using reality to attempt to attain reality. And that's the, and he frames it as the greatest mystery, the biggest problem. And I'm telling you, in my humble sense and experience, it's so, yeah? We have it in recovery. It's a very incredible statement, self can't get out of self. And people say that, So, and then you're there, and then you realize, I've been trying to do that since I was seven years old. Every time I shot cocaine, I was trying to get out of me, but I wanted me to be there. <laughs> you can't include both of them, because there's none of them. Yeah. So that's what non-duality is. It's a simple invitation. And if people don't, and it's really, it's thrown over our heads. Because again, if the sheep hears uh, it's a lion, it enters a path called I can become like a lion. And then it meets other sheep that want to become like a lion. And maybe they get a book about lion and how courageous they are. And they start having affirmations, I'm a lion, I'm a lion. And they have roaring lessons, but they sound like they're barring, you know? They, they length, you know, they straighten their hair and they get pictures of lions and they put them in a room like this and they have candles and they come in, oh yes, lion, 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 lion. And all the other sheep would say, oh, Bill, you're getting close, you sound like a lion today. He does it, it's barring, but you know, everyone's 
excited they're moving on the thing, but to become like a lion as a sheep could go on ad infinitum because this, the lion's never gonna become a lion. It already is a lion. <laughs> you can't have that. You can't arrive at where you already are. I'm sorry to say. I mean, I'd much rather have it because it's more exciting. I could have blogs about it. I could go to continents and try different methodologies to find myself. Fucking non-duality is very unglamorous. It's just, it's always available at all times, right where you are, with no requirement necessary to meet it. You don't look any better or worse than anyone else. You're just, you're just awake to, you're seemingly awake to being awake, where a lot of people are seemingly asleep to being awake. The fact is, we're all awake. There's no one gonna become awake. You already are awake. I mean, your conscious contact right now shows it. If your eyes are open and looking out the window, I don't care if you vowed to never see a bird, you're gonna see a bird if it flies by, if your eyes are open. You may say, I didn't wanna see that, but that comes after, yeah. You see, you see the bird. The conscious contact is the basis, that's the starting point. The idea that your conscious is after. It's a freaking add-on. And now it says it's before. This is what happens, the mental state says, it claims the consciousness, and then it says, you're the one who's conscious. And guess what happens? Possibilities that are totally insane become sort of logical. I can be unconscious now. <laughs> and then I can hope to become more conscious, but in the pursuit of becoming more conscious, most of the time, you're less conscious. Well, why would we be motivated to become more conscious? <laughs> <laughs> if you saw all there is is consciousness, it would take that whole parlor trick out of the game. You would say, hey, I, and it, I don't care what the head says, it doesn't make it so. I'm feeling disconnected. You're not. I blew it. No, you haven't. Oh, I guess I'm so far away from the truth. No, you're not. You get, I'm out of the moment. I've been out of the moment for months. No, you haven't. This is all, this is all, it has no power to assume and do what it's saying it's already done. You're not far from freaking anything. It's immediate, the immediacy, I love message because it takes no time to realize what's always available at all times, it doesn't, yeah. And then it also doesn't produce a need to be vigilant because it's always available at all times. Yeah? And you don't have to work hard for it because it's not based on you at all. It's prior to this little story of Paul. Way prior. <laughs> so it's, it's sort of like the sky. Not today. Today was cloudy. But even then, let's say there's a pretty big clear sky. And uh, let's say there was at this parade they had today, they shot off its fireworks. Did the sky get ripped open by the fireworks? Does a plane ever call the tower and say, I ran into a big chunk of sky up here? You know, does, uh, does you know, one point of a day when it's really cloudy, it's standing room only, no more clouds, sky just shuts it. There's a big traffic cloud trying to get in. You know, no. tons of shit's coming, moving through the sky. Things are happening in the space of the sky, but none of it affects the sky whatsoever, yes? 
You could have 4th of July explosions 365 days out of the year. It's not ripping the sky open. When it rains, the sky doesn't get wet. We do. Yeah. That's what mind is like. Mind, big mind. It's like a huge sky open thing. Allows everything to appear in it, but it's not affected by any of it. Yes? Whatever you've done or didn't do that you thought you should have has not left any mark on what you are. There's no blemishes on it. None of your insane things could even leave a dent in it. Yeah. At night, when you go to sleep, do you run a guard that has your resume for the day? You shouldn't have done that. Just now, just fall asleep, go into deep sleep, you remove from all this, you wake up the next day, the show goes on. Yeah? Yeah? How important are you if you're out of the movie for one third of the time? You're out of the movie, every eight hours, everything keeps on going. <laughs> you really the center of the universe, you seem to have a long fucking coffee break every day. It's insane. It's an insane. You know how insane? If you see the logic of the mental state from outside of it, it's freaking insane. If you're in it, it makes sense. It makes sense that you're out of the moment and you've got to do a lot of shit to get back in the moment. But who plays God about the moment then? Your head. Isn't your head tells you how good you're doing in yoga? It's playing God. We have it in recovery. It says the first thing you got to do is stop quit playing God. Yeah. And there's a simple answer. It doesn't work, <laughs> basically. And so if you want some examples of the head playing God, when you wake up in the morning and it tells you how the day's going to be, isn't that playing God? Yes, yeah. when it forecasts you're going to get fired, so why go to work? Is it playing God? Of course. It's playing God constantly. It's constantly telling you who you are, who you're going to be, who you were, who they are, who they're going to be. It likes to know. It doesn't give a shit if it's true or not. It just likes to know. Yeah. All right, so that's playing God. This is the dilemma. So that I'm saying that which is playing God is assuming to be you, and it's very fast arising in every second. Yeah. So it's hearing the message you got to quit playing God. So that which is playing God, here's the message, you got to quit playing God. It tries to quit playing God, that's quit playing God. Yes? If that which is playing God tries to quit playing God, that's playing God. There's no out in that in. Yeah? It will go on ad infinitum, or 70 years, 60 years, however long we're going to live. It will go on until that terminates. Yeah, It can't stop playing God with playing God. So this isn't about stopping the head. It's about seeing you're not the thinker of the thoughts. And what will happen is the thoughts are only attracting so much attention because they're presented about, about being about you or yours. If you take the my out of it, you'll lose interest in that system. And what will happen, you'll gain interest now because this is the only time there is. And now that same attention and interest that's really being used to preoccupy us with what's not happening, obviously. Because most of the time, when people are bummed out now, it's not about now, it's about last week and next week. Yeah? So the mental state is a god of what's not happening. So it likes to push out today with yesterday and tomorrow, and most people are living that way. 
they're flipping out and there's no apparent threat. So they must be reacting to what's not happening. Because I don't see a threat here. This is gonna be, I want it to be over as fast as you do, this talk. There's no fucking locked doors, you know. <laughs> you know so there's no threat whatsoever, yeah? But the mental state can just use to, what? The past and the future to provoke a fucking anxiety that feels like fear, yet with no apparent threat. So you're getting zipped all day by the mental state. And anything can happen what's going to happen. You can have cancer next week and feel like you're going to have it now. Yeah? Anything can happen in, in what's not happening. But there is something called what's happening. It doesn't have all the possibilities what's not happening has, but it has one possibility what's not happening doesn't have, which is it's happening. You may not like it, you may think it's boring, but you're, it's happening. They're seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching right now. You're on. This is it. Yes. So this this ill and it's an illness. I'm I'm in a program recovery. Most fucking addicts are totally dominated by yesterday and tomorrow. They're trying to get out of what they're not in, which is themselves, and therefore they never succeed. And those unsuccessful uh, occupations become addictions because they never get, you never get satiated because they're off. You're trying to get out of something as that's something you're trying to get out of. So all the shooting coke is reinforcing the thing you want to get out of by shooting coke. And usually you don't know that until you do. And if, when you do, it's pretty, you know, your spiritual pants get pulled down and hopefully you don't pull them back up. Really, just say, just get rebooted, you know, like, wait a minute, I can never possibly get it, I can't experience it, I can't know it, so let's fucking give it all up and see what happens, and then what happens is you find out what you are by knowing what you're not, instead of trying to know what you are from what you're not, you know what you're not from what you are, it's that simple, yeah, switch your route. Horses in front of the cart, things make sense. Like in Zen, blue will be blue, red will be red, things will be very clear. Yeah, you never get chipped. You're always here, no matter what your head thinks, or how your body feels, or how your emotions are unsettled. You're here. There's no going anywhere. Yeah, and that that idea, and not an idea, really a perch you can sit on on having never left is a beautiful way to go through a day. Instead of hoping to arrive every day somewhere, on having never left, it makes the pursuit of happiness like a leisurely walk, you know, gets you content, satisfied already. <laughs> yeah, so that's the, um, you know, other people would share about it differently. That's just the take that I've, uh, what happened with me the mind changed, and you don't know, it's, you didn't even know it's possible, you really didn't. You didn't know you could see any other way than the way you were seeing, but you can, yeah? And, uh, and then what happened is, downloads would tell me why it wasn't seemingly available before, and it's sort of like being in a movie theater, and there's a big head blocking you, and you keep yelling at the head to sit down, and you realize it's yours, yeah, that's basically why it is. You know, just, and then you see much clearer. You were blaming on it, but it's not. 
the identification as what you're not is the obscuring agent. Yeah, like they say in neuroscience now, the observation distorts the observed. Like that. Very bad. Yeah? Or the Course in Miracles says, you and I give everything all the meaning it has. That's a beautiful statement in the Course. You hear, ever hear of it? Course in, Course in Miracles is not from this place. It was downloaded in the 70s through a lady who never really even practiced it. You know, she was just the, the hose, the water came through. And uh, it's a trippy, it doesn't matter, but it, I love some of its uh, thing. Like it would say that you and I are the dreaming of the dream. Now usually people will say you're in a dream or maybe you're in God's dream, but the Course would say you're actually the dreaming of the dreaming. You are the activity of the dreaming. And in a sense, there isn't anything called a dream, there's just dreaming. It's like an unending verb, yeah? Everything is just happening, but nothing ever really happens in a sense. So there's all this happening. And if you see consciousness, it's sort of like that, as an activity, there's seeing, yeah? There's seeing, there's hearing, there's no seer. You don't see someone's head come out and, go, and then see, there's seeing, yeah? There's hearing, and if you think it's the eye, let's say this body died and nothing happened to the head, that eye wasn't seeing anything. But if you transplanted it to a live body, it would facilitate seeing. It's not the eye, it's what's animating, yeah? It's consciousness, is what's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, yeah? So, and also the doing, all these things. See, the mental state is incredible, because what it does is, it doesn't, it doesn't go at every thought and every feeling. It implies that all the thoughts and all the feelings imply a feeler and a thinker. It's a beautiful move. It's incredibly economical because there are activities called thinking and feeling and doing all day that are really happening here. The mental state uses them to imply there's a thinker, a doer, and feeler that is suspect. Yeah. You could question that. So what happens though, every thought that's noted is held as my thought, and so it's like this, a bottle here. Everyone sees the bottle, yes? I'll give it a different intent. Now, here's the bottle, 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 my bottle. So now the bottle, the appearance of the bottle implies the owner of the bottle, yes? The bottle is claimed to imply the owner. Bottle, bottle, my bottle. So almost as if it points to the owner, yeah? So let's say there's thousands of thoughts, my thoughts, each one being used to point at this idea that you're a thing, that a thinker is a body, that the expressions of subjectivity are attributed to an object. This is the dualism that non-duality is negated. It's not denied, it's not going, not to, it's just like factually not to. This, this, is, this is a fundamentally programmed scene, yeah, that's all. Doesn't mean it's bad or good, but it does mean it's not you, which is very helpful, yeah. For especially people having trouble being a you out here, yeah, and <laughs> trying to get better as a you, Maybe you can get better really uh, overriding the you. Yeah? It will leak out this way. 
See, what happened with me with this, I entertained these ideas a while ago, and so I have a long time here to see what happened as an observation. And I, 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 just, I just put it on the one statement, which is traveling lighter, yeah? So I entertained these ideas, and you know, my hope as a mental state was everything was gonna be great from now on, perfect joints, perfect waves every day. And it didn't go that way. A lot of shit happened, but I saw through observation that I traveled lighter through it because a lot of them were situations I had had before that I didn't do too well in, yeah? So I started to see that I had a, an ability that I didn't seem to access before, that I can travel lighter through my girlfriend having cancer, me maybe having this or whatever, no money, money, what about people hating me for doing this, whatever, <laughs> just traveling lighter. And, and then basically, after you see this for quite a while, you just basically run into, hey, what more do you want as this? You know, this isn't a chariot of the God. You're not transcending this place as a body. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. So, but what it wants is comfort and be okay. Homeostasis. It doesn't want fucking shooting coke. It's a little too rough for it. You know. It doesn't want peak experiences every second. It wants a cushion. You know, for the chair. It wants a latte. It wants to find a pair of pants at the thrift store down the street. It has meager little wants, and it's successful quite a lot. Instead of looking for what you can't find, it's actually successful. I can find a good locker, even in fucking uh, Oakville, probably. So, it's so funny because by losing interest in this was the best thing for this of anything, really. Yeah. Just was, this benefited the most out of the message because it just couldn't take See, if this was really me, I'd have to be working on it because I find very many faults in it that need improvement. It's like an urban renewal project that was sucking all my fucking budget every year. Once I saw it wasn't me, that fucking thing stopped. You see what you get, this is it. <laughs> it needed extreme maintenance to going into recovery, but the corrections have been made. It's running pretty smooth, and it really doesn't need much observation. I'm not burning down houses or doing fucking things, like, you know, just grazing, you know, like a free-range alcoholic, just <laughs> going around, not causing any trouble. No desire for thought, you know, drinking or using at all, completely. And so, you know, let's let the attention and interest just go where it like to go not be so directed all day by the mental state, but allow it to find its own little branches. Yeah, and that to me is the abidance of truth, really. To me, the presence is undirected attention and interest. Yeah, yeah. so it's just here, da -da -da -da, almost like a field that no matter what situations or combinations happens, it's the same same. It's like the screen, you know, accepting all these movies to be played over it, yeah? But none of what's happening in the movie leaks into the screen. If it's a, you know, if it's a very sad tragedy movie, the screen doesn't get wet, does it? No. The screen allows all the movies to occur, but it's not affected by it. You need a little of that in your life. Yeah. I would say, you know, can you imagine if you found something that was always reliable at all times, right where you are, 
with absolutely no requirement because you're way past the point of needing it, you are it, yeah? So therefore, that would be a place of great rest, even where there's a lot of activity. You would be actually the oasis that you've been looking for while you're in your desert situation. You would. And I see, I have the effects, I've seen it, I've seen it. I've seen what I'm not, and there are activities that what I am is entertaining. It is. The only thing that could fool reality is reality. Nothing else could. You think an illusion could fool reality, unless reality was in cahoots with it? You'd be afraid. So, we have a statement in recovery. Anyone in recovery here? Yeah, so we have a statement in recovery fear, acronym of fear, false evidence appearing real, which is mostly the narration all day, yeah? The mental state's presenting false evidence and hoping that it can convince what you are, which is reality, to take it to be so, so it appears real. So you'll do something fucking stupid because you think there's a real threat when no one's even thinking about you. They're planning my demise, they haven't thought about you in years, but you're thinking everyone's planning something. So now, False evidence appears real, but how can it appear real unless it appears real to what's real? Yeah. Where else would it get a sense of reality but from reality? So we're reality in a way. Yeah. The mental state is playing. If you look at the thoughts, are they playing out here? No, they're playing to the one audience. They're trying to convince what you are all fucking day. It's a constant, constant false evidence appearing. It's false evidence. There's a trigger that it's trying to hit, which is it will appear real to us. Yeah. But it's false evidence. Yeah. When you're in the bondage of self, false evidence is appearing real. Yeah. And the real, the basis of all the false evidence is you're a thing that does and thinks and feels and you're the doer of it all and the language will support that idea. But if you look at, the language says you have a lot to do with a lot of shit you have nothing to do with. You know, I have the one I used to, I hadn't been in New York in a while, I went there to get some talks. Guy who knew me walked in, he says, oh Paul, you're growing your hair, you know? My hair was long, I said, oh yeah, I'm growing my hair. Doing pretty good with it. And he was balding, I said, hey, you're not doing too good. I said, we have a hair growing class every Saturday. Why don't you join us? And eventually you'll get a half inch after a few weeks. And then, you know, I can have pride about it. And look at how beautiful my hair is. You know, I'm very proud. But basically, all I'm doing is not cutting it. But the language sounds like I'm doing it. I'm growing my hair. Oh, are you really? Show me how that works. You know, it's a posture you have to get in upside down. You know what I mean? And the same thing, the knee went out surfing about four years ago. And uh, so when I would tell people the story, it would be like the short version was I hurt my knee. So it sounds like I went out in the water with a hammer and pow, but I didn't hurt my knee. I became aware that the knee went out, really. I was like, after, you know, I had no role in the knee going out. It was just part of the body and it went out, maybe because of a lot of years of use. Yeah, but this, the language sounds like I did it, but I hurt my knee. Yeah, this is all day you're listening to this. You're listening to it all day. 
<laughs> convincing us of plenty. Tons of fucking shit. Yes? And so what? Maybe if it's innocent, but it's occupying attention and interest that could be occupied by something else, really. Much more, a much better investment to be interested and attentive to nothing. That's got it. That has an incredible return than all this little mental minutiae going through the head all day. Yeah? Jesus Christ. Yeah, so that's a simple imitation. Do you have any questions? I don't know if I'll have an answer, but that's why, um, yeah. Remember, you know, therapy and everything I think is good, but this isn't a that. Non-duality is just an invitation of an idea. And if it becomes a fact as you, it will be very beneficial for you. Yeah, it will. I have, that's why I have utmost faith, and especially in recovery, it just illuminated AA. Because AA is a path of illumination, but it's, a, it's really nice to illuminate the path. And that's what non-duality does. You're not a seeker of the light, you're the light that you're seeking. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, anyone, uh, any questions? Yes. So what would you say to the idea that we are, in effect, avatars for ourselves? Oh, dreaming? I would say that, but we're not avatars for ourselves. We're not even avatars. Yeah? I would say mind's dreaming, but I don't think mind is anything. Yeah? So, that's how I see it. I believe this is dreaming. Yeah? Dreaming. I don't believe you as this is dreaming. I believe this is dreamt. You're, you're an object of the dreaming. You're not the subject of the dreaming. Now, you think you're the subject in the dream, but you're an object. You know? Like another thing Hoang Po said, whatever can be perceived can be perceiving, so <clears throat> you're out, I'm out, yes? Because I perceive all of you, you're off the table, I'm off the table, and then what left is what's perceiving, which is nothing, yes? Yeah, so I believe this is dreaming, yes? But I don't believe it's healthy for for the dreamt to think to know that, try to know that. I'd much rather know the dreamt from the dreaming than to have the dreamt think it knows the dreaming. I'd rather know the dreamt from the dreaming, yes? So basically these talks aren't to you from me, they're to what we are with the hopes that it will look at what we're not and then lose a little interest in it. Yeah. So what about the process of going through all of this you know, bullshit to basically arrive at where you, what you're talking about right now, to arrive at non-duality. Like, deep, like I knew you said it's a failed system. Do you believe that intrinsically that we just, you know, screwed up uh, over time, evolved in a way that's actually devolving? Or do you think that there's something about going through all this shit in order to arrive at the, you know, at the truth. Well, I don't think that makes the mind, I think the mind makes that. So if mind, there's a statement in the course I really like, which he says, you and I, again, are the dreaming of the dream. We're gonna dream ourselves out of the dream, which would mean like this, yeah? 
So things that are happening in the dream mind will use the dream itself out of the dream. And as it does, the dream will get happier. Yeah. So in a sense, I would say that is one of the things would be, that would represent one of the things you said, that you go through all this stuff, so it leads you to this point, yeah? So in the dream, it seems like this had led to that, and there's some kind of logic, but that's really dreaming, yeah? But that's a way, the mind can use the dream to get out of the dream, or it can just see that it's the dreaming, and realize it's not in the dream, you know? Either way, it doesn't matter. Some one will take longer time. Yeah. yeah. So people say they say some, they worked and they did all this stuff, and then they had an event where something sufficiently whacked them that altered their attitude and outlook. Whatever. Yeah. They wake up or something. But if one of those events happens, I pretty much can guarantee you that. When something hits you, it will tell you it's always been that way. So it just negated the whole story that you did something to arrive there. If you just perchance seem to arrive there, it tells you it's always been that way. So did you arrive there? <laughs> so in one's in one story in the comic book world, you can have a comic book about it. But in fact, when you get to the last page, it just says there was no need for the comic book. But it's art, really, yeah. I mean, if, like we have in AA, this idea of a higher power, Course in Miracles has the idea of a Holy Spirit. And the way I see it, one of the many ways, is in this place, the brain is interpreting to the body. All right, so the brain is taking in the information, putting it together to fit its frame which is you're a thing, you started here, and time, and all this, you know, it has its parameters, so then it collates everything to, like, and that's what they're doing with Google and Facebook, they know this, and so when you hit a topic, they give you everything you like to hear, you know, you're not getting too many other views anymore, yeah, they just feed the same frame with algorithms, they know the framing, and they just keep feeding it. Yes, so you get to be right, right? And everyone's living in these little info bubbles, but they think they're right because that's all they get, yeah? So the mental state, it's like mimicking what the brain does. So the brain takes all this information, and but it has the agenda. It sees you as a doer, or a thinker, or a feeler, or a taster. It does not see you as spirit. No fucking way. <laughs> no way. It, it doesn't care if you want to become spiritual because it knows that can't happen. But because you can't become spiritual if you are spirit, I'd say you are. Yeah. All right. So now, all right, you turn your willing life over to care of higher power. Let's say you've realized you're not managerial quality. The action figure realizes this GPS is fucking crazy. I mean, all I wanted was to have fun, and I end up in jail every time I go out. So I can't fucking listen to this anymore. I've been run over twice by one night. I've been jailed. I've been three two years and three months in rehabs, a lot of shit. You know, I wasn't sitting around a coffee table thinking about my next vacation and going to Delancey Street for two years, you know, a living program. <laughs> that wasn't what I felt was, but my managed my life ended, me, ended up having me had to be managed by other people, yeah. When I was out there with active addiction, I had to be managed by other people, the authorities, whatever clergymen, hospital, something, all right? So you see there's a failed system, so you say, hey, I'm entirely ready 
you know, turn, turn this will life over to care of something else. So now you turn it to this idea of a higher power. Now it takes the exact same information the brain's taking in, but it collates it differently. Yeah? And to the point where you'll see when you're out there getting the brain's interpretation, this one again event of being pulled over that Wednesday night was the worst thing that ever fucking happened to you. Yeah? But now you're in recovery and the higher power is collating the same information. And in its collation, that was the best thing that happened to you because it led you going to your first fucking AA meeting. Yes? So the same information doesn't, it's not different data, it's how it's fucking collated. So many of us have been living under one codified methodology called self-centeredness, and everything is seen as how it pertains to you, and the you that it pertains to is not you. Yeah. So then you. So there's an aspect of what you are. Let's call it the Holy Spirit. You're not. It's not a way. It's not something other than you or the higher power. But now, the information just doesn't stop here. It goes there also. So you get two. Yeah. You get the incessant chatter of this same old, same old narrative. Now you have some intuitive thoughts hidden, or some fucking energetic hit, or some. Wait a minute. It doesn't look like this is work, but I'm going to go for it anyway because I'm in good hands. And yes, so now the action figure is being directed by something else, and you see it's working by its fruits. Fucking. And so, hey, I'm going to sign up to subscribe to that. Now the yapping continues, but there's a difference between hearing the yapping and listening to it. Because now you're listening to something else, let's say spirit. And you're still hearing the yapping because it's gonna keep going, but you're not listening to it. It's di much different. Now it may be annoying, maybe a nuisance, maybe you don't go to sleep right away, but it's not getting you to fucking go out and drink and fucking commit a crime, kill someone in a blackout, and then have the rest of your life in jail and you can't even remember what you did to put you there. That's not happening anymore, yeah? Because the thoughts aren't compelling an action that's gonna jackpot you, because the thoughts are caught. This, the fish are still in the bowl, yes? Those little piranhas haven't been let out, yeah? Now they may be nipping at you a little bit, but it's a lot better than going for a five by 10, you know, 10 year prison sentence for, for sure. So, all right, these are possibilities. There's one system called self-centeredness you've lived under for quite a while, and it makes sure you don't entertain any other option. Yeah, Everything that it meets, it claims, and instead of fitting itself around it, it tries to fit that around it. Yes? So now, one of the radio, one of the radio messages gets through. It doesn't get caught in this horizontal fucking typhoon. It goes to the innermost, and you hear a new idea. Hey. Perhaps I'm okay. What? Oh yeah. Perhaps I'm on, I'm at I'm having never left. What? And you start wearing these new ideas and they fit better. Yeah. And soon what happens? The interest, the attention. There's more listening, let's say, to the science than there is hearing the fucking other thing. And you'll know the tree by its fruits. You'll see the fruits of what's directing this life. And you'll see them, and you'll know the truth. The tree is good because the fucking fruits are good. There's win-wins. It's not win-lose anymore. It's win-win. It's inclusive. You can hold the space for people. You're not having, you realize that you're a present and you're available. Therefore, you're of service, and you will be.
Yeah. And you just, then this is, this is not two levels below coconut. It's got sentience and it observes. It observes, hey, something's changed and I can't write myself into the story that I did it. It's just obviously I'm the effect of something. Like we say in AA, you'll suddenly realize something can do for you what you can't do for yourself. Well, that becomes your basic day. Something does for you what you can't do for you, or actually does as you what you can't do for yourself. Yeah, which is getting out of self. You can't get out of self as self, but you can see you're not in. Like I always use the idea of trying to escape from an imaginary place. (laughs) How long would it take you to escape from an imaginary place? No time. (laughs) It's imaginary. (laughs) <laughs> you've already you're in the state of escape continually because you were never in an imaginary place <laughs> the head wants believes as in and out fucking spirit doesn't spirit is not dualistic it's not binary it's not right angles it's not obtuse angles it's more much more circular and spirally Things are win-win, everything's included. There's no need for one thing by the exclusion of others. Everything, the sky doesn't say no to fucking anything, does it? Oh no, Mr. Cumulus, I've had enough of you today. No, Stratus, yes, no. No, it's just open, just like our minds are. Why not let it come and have at least a little influence here? I mean, really. You ever see those dogs when they have mange, they put those collars on them? You can look at people, they're like that. They like, they're in, they're in the bottom of a satellite dish. It's all about, it's like the planet Paul with everything orbiting around it. And then you're bitching about all the moons and shit, but it's your gravitational pull that are keeping them there. The thoughts have a tendency to come and go. It's the mind that fucking anchors them. And see the difference, resentment and my resentment, it's totally different. If you put three words up here, money, health, sex, everyone have a reaction to seeing those words. I'll change the whole word without changing a letter in it. My money. So here I am. I wish all of you have a lot of money, but I don't want you to have any of my money. But my changes the meaning of everything. Resentment, my resentment. Totally different. Fear, my fear. Totally different. There's a statement, I'm just gonna indulge myself with recovery. There's a statement, the big book of recovery is an unbelievable book. Too bad it's got pigeonholed and it's only for addicts out all. It says everyone, the mental state is addicted to the idea of being the doer, the thinker, the feel, the have That's the primary addiction. All other addictions are trying to get out of that addiction. That's why they don't get out of it, because the addiction migrates to the next thing. Self can't get out of self. So there's a statement that says, being convinced that self, and the feeling to me of self is a long-lasting, independent, separate thing that's attributed the doership of thoughts, feelings, actions, yes? That feeling of being self, it's not ego. The feeling of self is the one who thinks it has an ego and the one who thinks lost an ego. That's there in both conditions. 
Having an ego, there's a sense of self. Losing an ego, sense of self. That's the bondage, not ego. Ego is an object. It's an objectification of selfhood. It's not it. It's like Dracula will go on every vampire hunt, kill, fucking kill him constantly, because no one will realize he's the fucking head vampire. Yeah. So selfing. So it says. It says you got to be convinced, being convinced, like a present tense state. What? By observation, you've realized you're not managerial quality. Being convinced that self, manifested in various ways, is what has defeated us. So Phil W., knowingly or not, is separating us, the two, and saying there's something called self, and there's all of us. And this one idea of self is manifest is manifesting through us, and through those manifestations, it's defeating every one of us. Yes? One whatever defeating all of us. How? Not by itself, but by manifestations. And it says, if you're convinced of that, we'll look at it, its common manifestations, which points to self, and the first paragraph then is resentment is the number one offender. Alright? So here's people get this and then they want to do an inventory, and they do an inventory on what they call my resentments. They're not their resentments, they're manifestations of self. Why are they calling them theirs? Because they're in the act of being identified as self. Just like if Stanley was manifesting through me, and I kept calling them mine, I'd be identified as Stanley at that minute. That's the root of the problem. The root of alcoholism is affixed to the root of the idea of being self. So, and you see it, the difference between a resentment and my resentment can be years. My resentment, people have a resentment for 50 fucking years. They've been milking it like the golden cow. A resentment, maybe for a half hour, an hour, it dissipates. So maybe usually by a new resentment. <laughs> they keep coming. Yes? Same thing with my fear. It's not your fear, it's mental anxiety. Probably been quite a while since some of us have actually really been threatened, but we're the mental states provoking this physiological and emotional feelings of fear by obsessing over what's not happening. Really, yeah. How are you going to have a? How can you find a solution to what's not happening? The only solution is it's not happening. As soon as you try to apply a solution to it, it's happening. Don't you see? We are what's happening, entertaining what's not happening. That's what allows it to seem to be happening. Next week does not appear to be happening to any fucking animal other than us. So, it says resentment, fears, harm, does others. The way I looked at it in inventory is you're looking at the manifestations of how self-defeated you. You're not looking at your manifestations. That would be the act of being identified as self. That's the problem, trying to practice the solution. I just don't see it anymore. So. And you usually can tell, if you get relief, you'll know the problem from the solution. When you get relief, you'll know why it didn't seem to be available. It's the relief that's the verification of what you've entertained. It's being able to enjoy peace of mind because you're not driven by time. Yeah. 
So any questions? Yes, yes. <clears throat> Would you say that there's like a false assumption that the body has the spirit? Yes, for so sure. Is that, is that the, yes. the biggest fault, right? Well, there's, there's, there's a lot of them, but that's one, yes. It's like a dead thing assuming that has the living, as opposed to living things having the dead thing. Yes, exactly, yeah. yes. And now, well, again, because the identification is the body, then the spirit identified as a body may want to get to know itself. But, then, but it tries to get to know itself as a body. Yes. That's why the whole point, see, you can't, uh, see, you can know everything else. You just can't know you. See? So that thing that has worked, applying it to everything other than you, can't work about you, yeah? You can't find yourself with yourself. That would be quote unquote losing it. They had a famous story by Ramana, it's older than him, but it's about a lady who has a beautiful necklace. I'm not gonna do it justice, but you'll get the point. So she has a beautiful necklace and she loses it. She's really bummed out, she really liked it. And so she, she uh, enlists her friends to help go and search for this necklace. She really wants to get it back. So they start looking for it. They're having no success. And then they hear about somebody who says they found a necklace. And they can teach others how to find the necklace. So they go to the meeting and the person says, all right, I found a necklace. Here it is, look at me. And uh, I think I can help you send me a check and then send me a check every month, come to one talk and they'll give you, a, write a book, how to find the necklace and whatever. And so because you really want the necklace, you sign up, you go to meetings and he tells you how great it is to find the necklace, but you don't seem to have it. And then one day, so you're really bummed out, one day someone comes in and says, hey, uh, feel your neck. And the lady feels her neck and there's the necklace, seeming like a miracle. And now she feels incredible joy. She found the necklace, but it had never gone. It had always been around her neck. Now this is the real trip. But when she believed it was gone, she was bummed out. Was it gone? No. So the cause of her bummed outness wasn't actually so. The, the, but she believed it so. So she acted as if she was bummed out. And then she felt great joy when she found it, but she didn't find it. It had never left. This is, if that ain't dreaming, I don't know what is. So here we are dreaming that we're something that we're not to the point some of us are trying to look for what we are through what we're not. And so this is why you're here at this message, knowing it or not, because not maybe you're not going to get it, but it's going to get it. <laughs> it's going to get that, wait a minute. It seems like that's what I've been doing the last 16 years. I'm open to uh, maybe put the horse in front of the cart. Let's see how it looks there. Yeah. And, uh, and maybe you'll be a great yogini without having to think you're a yogini. You'll just be yogini. Yes. Yeah. You'll be meditating. You won't be a meditator. Yes. You'll be a teacher. You'll be teaching, but you won't be a teacher. Yeah. You'll be advising, but you won't be an advisor. Yes, it's so beautiful. And it's so obvious you have nothing to do with it. It's very difficult for it to try to claim that it's doing it. <laughs> you know how much I prepare for these talks? Obviously, you can see. <laughs> we don't have a get ready room. I wasn't here at 2 o'clock. 
you walk in because I have complete faith that the water is always available. Why? Because it's always been available. It just keeps coming in ever since 28 years ago. Things have been coming, moving through, and it has never been based on this condition. I've had terrible sinus infections. Mary Princess just broke up with me before I talk, or I was waiting to hear if I had AIDS, I had no money, getting, getting fucking kicked out of my apartment, it didn't matter to it at all. It saw me as a hose, it wanted to come through, it came through. That's why I don't believe you have to have it to give it away, I believe you're, if you're willing to give it away, you'll have it. That's been my experience, yes? So I realized over time that uh, I don't have to be any to be in any condition for it to be its condition. It can come through me or you anyway, it doesn't matter. I actually tried to get better and told me not to really. So do not fucking try to become spiritual. Please. I like you just the way you are. Very useful. Do not. Because it feels sort of like we you know, if this is coming through, I you know, we should have a loving gaze maybe. You know what I mean? Or a calmer demeanor. But you know, it said fuck that. Just read Yankee blogs. And, you know, go to thrift stores, drink lattes, show up, do let the talk occur, and go home. I don't get anything out of it, which is beautiful. It's like a big empty hole. But you feel a juice. I think the juice. Yeah, you feel something. Just love it. And uh, I like watching people's eyes go on even though they don't think they're home, yeah. Um, can you say something about direct pointing, like about that guy, Sri Atmananda, I guess? Who? Atmananda, like I'm... What does he do? Direct pointing, he's what Rupert Spira is all about. He's what? He's what Rupert Spira and Francis Lucille and those guys are all about. I don't know them. Okay. I've heard them, but I've never heard, I never heard them. I've heard of them. I mean, direct pointing, I would say, uh, no, I'm, no, I don't know. I would say it's indirect pointing. See, direct pointing, that doesn't work. Direct pointing works. Let's talk about what you're not, not talk about what you are. There's no direct pointing. How can you direct point to everywhere? You can do it this way, it doesn't matter. No. I would give it direction. There isn't any direction. But I don't know. I'm not talking bad about them. I just don't know them. And the direct pointing is something I wouldn't use. You know? Indirect pointing. <laughs> Behind the back pointing. It doesn't fucking matter. You can't miss. You know? Nonchalant pointing. Just <laughs> pointing. Whatever. Very indirect pointing. It doesn't matter. Just all I, the only direction I'm interested in is negation. Check out what you're not before you start looking for what you are. Yeah, because you may be looking for what you are from what you're not. So let's just check it out. Yeah, and maybe if you check out what you're not, you may find out you are what you've been looking for, and therefore the looking will stop and the seeing will become obvious. Yeah, looking is different and seeing. You stop looking and then the seeing, yes, it just, it's divert, it's diffused, yeah, more panoramic, yeah. 
I gotta stick with that. But I can't say yes or no because I never read any of them. I stopped reading people in 2000, I think one, because I felt. When I heard this, see, I wasn't hearing this in satsangs I went to. I was hearing descriptions of me as consciousness and this and that. I wasn't hearing that the sheep was assuming to be the lion. So the message was never getting to me. It was getting diverted. So, And then I saw that reinforced in Ramana's and Huang Po and other people's writings that it's a very important point because it's a very sleight of hand of, of misidentifications in place. If you don't see it, you're going to be looking from it. So once that became clear to me, I never changed the message because it's pointless to move on if you don't see this. Because you may be looking for what you are from what you're not. Because it's going to keep attempting to do it. It doesn't stop. You just see it doesn't imply you. Yeah? This isn't about stopping anything. It's about seeing how much or how little you're involved in that. Yeah? Yeah? You are the seeing, but you're not the seer. Yes? You are the hearing, but you can never be heard. What's hearing can never be heard. What's seeing can never be seen. What's feeling can never be felt. What's tasting can never be tasted. It doesn't have any qualities. Yeah? You are that. How can you not be? So, yeah. I feel there was pretty direct pointing tonight. Of what you're not. So tell Rupert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can I ask another question? I love it. <laughs> so then, is that how you identify as what you are not? Or are you identified with verbs, actions? Not identify with anything. So, how do you... It's the identification part. The body's identified as a character called Paul, but that doesn't mean it's me. No. You have no idea. Can't find one. <laughs> no, it's in seeing what I'm not is the closest I can get to what I am, basically. That's the closest way I can get. That's sort of like a weird glimpse. Yeah, like if you saw something out of the corner of your eye, I see what I'm not, and in seeing what I'm not, that's what I am. I'm the seeing of what I'm not. Here, the manifestation of seeing here is seeing what it's not. That's what it's doing. This is dreaming. Yeah. So that's how, that's the way I describe it. But I don't really take my pulse. I don't know what's going on here. You know, I show up here, and then I show up somewhere else, and then I'll be home, and it'll be like it never happened. Yeah, and it goes on and on like that. You know, and then it'll probably lose some speed and come to a halt. And, yeah, but the, the other thing will just continue on. I don't see the verbing as caused. I don't think something caused the verbing, and therefore it can make an end. I think it's just verbing. I don't think there's any nouns to be found here, really. I think the mental state implies nouns, but it can only imply a noun from the verb. It has to claim the seeing to imply the seer. 
Yeah. I'll give you the I'll give you the, the equation if you want, right? So here, there's a statement we use, I don't know if I was clear about it tonight, but if you go to the web if you go to YouTube, Paul Hedeman, a lot of the talks, we call this whole thing selfing. So I don't believe there's a self, but there's selfing. Yeah. And selfing is, you know, and it's just fun to try to, you know, clarify things. The act of being identified as self. That's what selfing is. Now, people hear it and think there's the, the verb would be the act of being identified, then there's a noun self. No, it's a whole verb to me. The act of being identified as a self is a verb. The mental states are in it. If you, when the attention and interest goes into the mental states, you catch them in the act of being identified as self. Yeah? So that to me is selfing. Right? So selfing is used to imply a self. And when it does, then the self gets presupposed and now thinks it's doing the self. You see it? It's an incredible robbery. Ramana says there's a presupposing, which means pre is before, yes? So the assuming is now, but it's presupposed to be before. This is the move of the mind. See, the mental state doesn't play by our, the way we play by time. We believe there's something called the past and this present moment that inexorably is moving to the future. The mental state doesn't do that. The mental state uses what comes after and implies it to be before. So there's a verb called selfing. A guy did it with me in LA, beautiful. He knew of our stuff and so he said, all right, Paul, let's call selfing Pauling, all right? And he says, Paul, how much is Paul Pauling on a bad day? Like 80%, you know? And on a good day is Paul, how much is he Pauling? Maybe 10%? And he had this whole thing. I said, no, 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 you don't understand. It's Pauling that's used to imply the Paul. See? And it was a, I, I, if I had a, like an uh, illustrated cartoon book of this message, I would have had this as illustration. He, ex he did it perfectly. He was understanding the selfing, but it was still producing the idea of self, and then he was telling me he was doing the selfing. When he was a product of the selfing, the self is a product of selfing, not the opposite. It's not self doing selfing, it's selfing being used to imply the self. So let's get the horse in front of the car, then you'll know where you're going. So the verbs are claimed to imply a noun. The noun is presupposed it's assumed there's a noun, and then it's pre-assumed to be before all the verbing, and that's where ownership occurs. Now you think you're the one that's seen when you're not. You think you're the hearer when you're not. The hearing gets claimed, and the idea of being a hearer is implied, and then it's pre-implied, and now you think you're seen. <laughs> It's a robbery happens all day. It doesn't have to stop, just see through it. You, th you can't wait for it to stop. It's like a mechanism. It, that's what it does. The mental state, when it becomes in contact with something through consciousness, it claims it to use to imply its idea, a self. Yeah? It's not gonna stop. It may you'll lose interest in it, but it's gonna probably keep on it's like it's like a slinky. It generates itself, but you're not of it. 
Why is it that you keep pinning your condition on its condition? Its condition can't outshine your condition unless you allow it to by thinking it's the prior condition. The body physical condition is not the prior condition. The spirit is. When it's assumed to be before, it has power over that which is after now. So it seems to be blocking off the spirit because it proclaims itself to be before, and it ain't. Nothing precedes what you are. Nothing. Nothing gets behind spirit. Of course, it has power when it seems to be here. It can fucking ruin your day. It's like this, you want to get a suntan, you think you're here, there's the sun, and there's these things called clouds. The clouds can seemingly block you off from the sun, yes, if you're here. What happens if you're on the sun side? You see the clouds, do they have the ability to block you off from the sun? No, do they? You still see clouds, but they don't have the power they have, yes or no? Yes. It's your fucking position. I don't care how it looks, I'm on the other side of the clouds. I don't care what my head says, what my body says, what my head says because of what my body feels. I don't care all of its fucking stories. I've seen it. It's like, remember that SNL thing, Land Shark? You know, the pizza, pizza, and then they go, I'm a big Land Shark would bite them. Come up, uh, vacuum salesman. I think it's the land shark. No, really vacuum. Ah, you know, same, it's like the same thing. It's like land shark. We keep fucking falling for it. <laughs> Literally, you have the tools to see what you're not. Learn from it. See, in AA we say self knowledge avails us nothing, but knowledge of self is fucking incredibly valuable. Any knowledge claimed by self avails you nothing, but knowledge of that which is trying to claim everything is valuable. Fucking study what you're not. Understand what you're not. Instead of trying to apply that to what you are, turn it on what you're not. And I'll tell you, I bet you you'll get much more fruit out of that than trying to fucking understand what's not understandable. Didn't you hear it in the beginning of spirituality when most places? It's indescribable. It's not understandable. Then why is someone trying to describe it to me all the fucking time? Describe to me something I can see. All right, I'll describe how the mental state produces a sense of self. There you go. That's valuable. Because you're going to have the same thing going on. Maybe you'll see it now. And if you see it, you're not it, obviously. And all it takes is one little hit where more of the interest is on what's seeing instead of the whole activity, and you'll start building an immunity to that which wants to take you constantly into what's not happening all day. Yes? And then you'll give up this whole idea of, I've got to get into the moment. You'll have a complete realization you can't be out of a moment. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, so um, when you talk about you're throwing it over our head, so the self can't get out of the self. No. So 
sometimes, you know what happens with me, so would it be a good idea to listen to the message a lot? Because then you're, the, the, then this is hearing more? Well, it matters. If you're seem, if it seems as real as real can be, let's say, if you think your house is on fire and you're burning up, it's better not to listen. There is no house and there's no fire. <laughs> Just get a pail of water. And then when the house is out, maybe the person will talk to you and say, you know, doesn't it seem suspicious you're out of a lot of fires? Maybe show your role in the fires, yeah? <laughs> but at the point you're burning, get a fucking pail of water. I would suggest when you're, when you're seemingly, seemingly it's appearing to you that you're under a deep thing, Gets, use skillful means. Don't try to use skillful means. Don't try to use non-duality as a skillful means. It doesn't work well. There's better skillful means. Yeah? So that self can seemingly get a little relief from self. Yeah? Non-duality is a fact before all this. Yeah? When someone who's flipping out wants to get out of something and he tries to use non-duality, it won't work that well. Yeah? Well, what I mean is that when the mind disappears, it does it on its own. It just, or the mind does it. just happens, right? So, but the message is that the more you hear the message, it doesn't have to be. But the hearing of it, if it takes more, that's fine. But it doesn't necessarily be that way. Just, so to me, the message is to reinforce, because in time, it, people seemingly think they can forget. So you just provide a lot of information so that they can access it you know, when and where they are, with the hopes that it will trigger a certain sense of like timelessness and uh, on, on having never left, yeah? And so that the whole trying to deal with burdens, maybe you could just sort of, you know, see them in a sense. Yeah, I don't know what the intention is. I just want to see people travel lighter, really. I don't want to know many people, really. I know enough already. But I want to see people travel lighter in their own lives. Yeah. And I mean, you know, day to day, not like, you know, the weekend that you planned for four months ago, but now. Yeah. And then because I see, see, the value of non-duality is here. Yeah. The value of realizing you are not asleep, let's say, is here where you can think you are asleep. That's where it's valuable. There's no value in awareness as awareness. There's value of, of awareness when there doesn't seem to be much awareness of it yet. So this is the point. So I'm just, you know, I'm a slacker at heart. To me, this is the easiest, softer way. I mean, I've done a lot of practices in my life. And, you know, shit. I gave it the best shot I could give, but I would, I probably have a lot of holes in my spiritual resume but I tell you where I was the perfect person, and that was devotion to cocaine. I would match my devotion to cocaine with any spiritual devotee in the history of spirituality. The monkey god, I was right up there with him, everyone. I gave everything to it, I loved it. It was like my religion. I would do anything for it, anything, and yet you can't transcend an imaginary place. You can't get out of what you're not in can't it's impossible yeah can't so what you do is you fake yourself with skillful means yeah to get some relief from this unbearability that's weighing on you I wouldn't go to non-duality yeah 
would just do some service, binge on Netflix, you know, eat some Angandas, try to distract that fucking... See, you know, people get bothered by moths, so they try to swat them away. Just take the light out. Moths will disperse like that. They're attracted to the light. You take the bulb out, they go. Yeah? Yeah. If you're a thing, and you believe you're a thing, that you can be attacked as a thing. But I guess what I'm asking is it just comes and goes, right? When it, when it, when it happens, it just happens. There's nothing... No, there. because it's not a happening. Well, it's not happening, but it's not happening. No, it's, it's, a, it's it, a basis. It's a basis. It doesn't... You can have feelings of bigness and awareness and shit that come and go, but that doesn't come and go. It's the screen. The screen doesn't the come screen. and go in the middle of a movie. Yeah. It's there. Yes? See, you want, you're want you waiting for that peak moment in the movie. That comes and goes. When the screen seems to go like this and punches through for a second, and then it seems to return back to the screen, you want it to be that always happening in the movie. That may not be available. But the screen is always available at all times. Yeah? Just because you may recognize it as being the emptiness of whatever, it appears, it can appear any way it fucking wants. Yeah. But I guess I'm questioning Donna and Mark, how it, for a few years they were, the veil was gone, but then it came back. And it just seems to happen. It's, but yours stayed, you're, you're the veil or whatever, the illusion and that was it. You, you know, you do this, and you just stay here. But it, it sort of. I don't see it. There's a veil. Okay. Tell you the truth, but I don't know what would happen with people. You know, I don't. I don't believe you get anything. I, that's the problem. I think people, after the fact, the self arises and says they have it, and then when they lose it, it's fucking completely demoralizing. Yeah. Something comes, arises, and claims it. I see people, they start telling me that they're ready to set out on a course of becoming a teacher. Fucking, that's not a good way to start being a teacher. You find yourself in the position. You don't set out on a course, I'm gonna, I think I have something that I can teach when it comes to this. Usually, if you take a position here, you're gonna lose it. Yeah? If you're thinking you're somewhere, you're probably not gonna be thinking you're there some point or another yeah yeah i've seen a lot of people fall it's a, one of the most twisted little things they think they were awake and now they think they're not awake yeah i don't know i have never had that experience to me it's an ordinary like dog shit awareness it's all fucking always available at all times I'm not into people. I don't want to be high all the time. I did that with drugs and shit. Yeah? I'm not looking to be blissed out all the time. I could care less. I just want something that's always available at all times, right where I am, with no requirement and no basic conditional appearance to be based on, just to be available. You're awake to being awake. And then whatever happens will happen. I don't know. Maybe you'll have great highs and maybe great lows. Those, that's ended. I'm in a more of a very, like, ordinary humdrum, you know, just like a bass line that never goes away. Just with little 
something is triggering it, and they don't even go high or low anymore. They're just little bumps instead of this, you know. But I don't see any difference in this or this, you know. It's just, yeah. So I don't know. I've never, I've never had anything like that happen. I've had Kundalini events, yeah. and uh, that's that. Kundalini isn't an awakening. It's just energy. It's energy, you know. But the way Mark describes it is that he disappeared. He wasn't. How there. did he know if he would have well, been there to know it disappeared? When some people tell me it disappeared, they're still fucking there. Well, they keep. I don't want to know it disappeared when they're still there. If it disappeared, they wouldn't be saying that to me. They'd be living it. Yes. When people tell me it disappeared, they're appearing. Who do I, why do I care about a past disappearance if they're appearing telling me about it? That's like fucking, it's like an epiphany. When does an epiphany end? Usually coincides when you have a thought, I'm having an epiphany. See, the disappearance ends when I've disappeared. <laughs> Doesn't it? That's when there's the claiming of the disappearance, it's appearing. You see how fast it is? And then you get stuck, and now, now because it had it had disappeared, and now it isn't. It's fucking incredibly painful. Yes, isn't it? Yes. But you see the little robbery. If you're disappeared, you can't get. You can't. Uh, Central Camp. I'm calling up. I disappeared. So, how do you know that, Paul? I I just I'm completely disappeared. Well. Thanks for reporting in. <laughs> you know, if you disappeared, there'd be no report that you disappeared, right? You'd be disappeared. Uh, the, the the final the final message was sent. Uh, postscript. Uh, I thought that was the final message. It play, you know, goes off. There's no message anymore. Yeah, I'm not joking. I don't. I think I think people get fooled. Yeah, yeah, I do. I would think I would take shelter in the ordinary, not the extraordinary. It's much more reliable. Yeah, it's much more reliable. A high is usually dictate there's going to be a low. Seriously. And if you get a little tasty of that, you're going to have to drink this. And what happens with a lot of people? Those peak experiences are so desirable, but most of the time now they're suffering not being in it. So it's like, uh, just like the word enlightenment and awakening. You know, enlightenment in one definition means cessation of all suffering, but in a lot of spiritual groups it's causing suffering. Yeah, people are not enlightened, he's enlightened. I've been to more meetings than him. How did he fucking beat me to enlightenment? You know, so enlightenment and awakening, we would have been better off if we never heard it. We'd just be nice, having nice stretches. <laughs> Feeling fucking good, we wouldn't have to, is that awakening? <laughs> and who's there gonna, who's gonna notice? Who's gonna proclaim they're awake? Fuck, just live it. Someone who's humble doesn't know they're humble at the time. Because that's what humility is, it's anonymous. And so you're literally anonymous. You're just fucking doing shit, you know. Oh, I'm doing shit. <laughs> just doing shit. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but I don't know. I'm not a, I don't, that's never happened to me. So I don't have a thing. But I feel for it because if you thought you had something, it's like my old idea of God was 
you would know what you know what hell would be. It would be you knew of God and you have no recourse ever to know it again. That would be hell, right? You get a taste of God and yet you never have a chance to have it again. That would be hell. Yeah. It would be first to really have hell. You'd have to have a a taste of what it could really be like, and then never having the ability to have that. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, that's never, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I guess they're going to have a new mental illness division. They'll probably have mental, you know, psychiatrists that work on that thing. My idea of being a psychiatrist would be my specialty was what's not happening. <laughs> so I book about 60 people in one day because I know the session's going to be really short. They're thinking they're going to have an hour and Mr. Smith would come in and start bitching about what's not happening. I go, that's not happening. See you next week, Mr. Smith. <laughs> make about 150 each person to retire before the week was up. That's the answer. What are you going to do? Oh, let's go over what's not happening. And it's fucking happening. Yes? Yes? Yes. A disappearance, when noted, is an appearance. Yes? Yes. It appears something has disappeared. That's the only way you can realize. When something's disappeared, you don't know it. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. Yes. It seems like where I've felt this in my whole life is um, with like interest. Hmm? Where it's like I have no volition over my they are just what they are it seems like that's the easiest sense of the there's no uh, control room. yes yes yeah sure well to me I feel like uh, interest and attention knows its source I think inevitably it would like to spend more time resting in nothing really than into things I do you know, I think, uh, you know, my idea of a presence is undirected attention and interest. You know, it's just not being sent on chores all day. And it's just like hovering around and you can feel, you know, you, you have a sense of it. You can't touch it, but there's a sense, you know, you feel larger, let's say. You feel more available. You feel like, you're, you know, you're not in the back 40 when life rings the bell, you're there. Not out to lunch. Yeah. There's a lot of ways it seems to show itself. But to me, that's more than enough. I don't, you know. Experience isn't it. Highs aren't it. I got super high on cocaine. You know, you think a 10-day Vipassana retreat, something? Take a 10-day cocaine retreat. <laughs> you can fucking live through 10 days of shooting coke. Fuck. That is something else because you'll see the beast from head to toe because you can't sleep and it's ripping you like thousands of little asses holes all over you just going <laughs> off. I mean, if you don't get killed by that, you're gonna there's gonna be you're gonna garner some knowledge of something that may be put later on to use. Yeah, fuck. These retreats now they're you know Costa Rica they're like vacations. Sumptuous meals. I like to see them go on a retreat in Newark, New Jersey. 
be fucking no one would sign up. Hoboken, New Jersey, ten days on the waterfront. Oh yeah, I'll sign that up. It's like vacations now. It's great. I like vacations. But if you're meditating thirteen hours a day, you're thinking you're going somewhere. Yeah. To me, I have blood pressure. I meditate ten minutes, twenty minutes. Yeah, for the blood pressure. Yeah, it's for the body. If I'm sitting 13 hours a day, I think I'm going somewhere. I do. It's not like I'm thinking I'm going somewhere. That's that's all. Yeah, yeah. So I've had it with this. Yeah. Not, one more question or not? You get the best of me. I can't say any better than it's been said. Yeah. You can agree or disagree, but from now on, do it silently. <laughs> oh wait a minute yes come on I don't have any questions I'm just saying what you're saying like I, I went through a lot of fights I mean I don't know fight not just by chance I didn't do anything to make it happen yeah. uh, for months and as you're saying yeah it goes away once you're there and uh, then I'm, I'm really normal now I think I told you on Saturday, Quindell and everything, and I now think that what you're saying is perfectly correct. That's where it is. There's nothing. Eyes go. Everything goes. And everything that is known is not here. That's it. Yeah. I, I don't know anything about it. Well, anything that is can be known is not here. Yeah, sure. I like it. It works for me. Yeah. That's why I share it. Really. No, it does. I mean, Maybe I have a twisted head, but this it made it really like the lights went on when the horse was put in front of the car. It just made sense. The whole path, all the cobblestones, I could see. So it's clear as day. And it was such a simple little thing. But the logic is stubborn, you know. It has a certain groove, and it's difficult to sort of entice it out of the groove. It just likes the runs, like they call them in Hinduism, samskaras, deep mental grooves. I think, obviously, self-centeredness is a bunch of deep mental grooves, you know? It's difficult to sort of whistle the water out of those grooves. Yeah. So to have it seen in a new light, and then suddenly it built on this sort of weird new logic, and it was there was a seamlessness to it. It was so beautiful, yeah? It was just seamless. It was negation, and it never switched to affirmation. Just negation. It's just negating, because then you leave it up to you and I to find out what it is. And you will. Once you start seeing what you're not, you'll find out what you are. You will. Things will, you'll get messages not of thought. You'll get direction. You'll send, you know, things, all different things can show up. And to me, they all are like whispering uh, from the same source, you know. They're just, it's like letting me know that, uh, you know, I'm in good hands, so to speak. It's, and I just do much better directed by mind, not mental mind. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a win-win. I love it. It's not like I'm going to get over you. It's like every, it's a much more inclusive, yes? Just gotta just I just have a the best I can do is this is honoring, yeah. The action figure 
can't be it, but it can respond to it by honoring it. You know, I joke around a lot and I try not to make it look too formal, you know, but I have great honoring for, for all of this, a huge honoring. And I have a lot of friends who've been seeing me for a while and, you know, they, they have to admit they're all traveling lighter and really what more did they really want. And a lot of people don't see me after a while because I'm meant to become obsolete. Hopefully not tonight, but <laughs> And then they send me Christmas cards and call every once in a while because they got what they needed and it gave them the ability to find it what in themselves, yeah? And, to, and find something truly reliable. And maybe they're all huge spiritual aspirations was, would all be counteracted if they just were satisfied and content. Yeah, maybe you just, if you were satisfied and content, it would be more than enough. Maybe you're this target of, I'm, I want to merge with it. Really, you may just want to, you know, have the temperature right in the room, really. you know? You may not have these large aspirations. Just want to be chilled out and be available to others, yes? And stuff like that. And, you know, not take all this stuff so seriously. Like we say in AA, Rule 62, don't take yourself so seriously. The only way you can do that is see it's not you, really. If you see it's you, you're going to take it super seriously. Yeah? But if it's not you, you start. The same thing in my head that was like CNN is now like Comedy Central. It's the same fucking narration. It's just hilarious now. It's amazing how insane it is. And small. Just very small and vindictive and powerless and just uh, it's hilarious really. It's the truth. <laughs> I mean I don't see how it's like better than any channel you can turn onto if you can see it as other. <laughs> it's just it's really it's hilarious most of the shit that comes up. So hey I wanna thank everyone. Did everyone uh I have nothing to sell. I have one shirt left. I do have one shirt, but it's in the, oh, here it is. This is the last thing I have to sell, this, this trip. Doesn't even have, this is a beautiful shirt we made from a, a nice piece of uh, Thai Buddhist stuff. In Thai Buddhism, it's more, it's very suspicious based. They're very concerned of evil spirits. So they make these things up almost as ways of like shields yeah, with symbols and prayers to keep the spirits away. So I, I liked it a lot, so I took I, I took it from there and stole it from the temple. <laughs> I made shirts from it. And this is the last one, it's an extra large. And then we have books in on Amazon, two books, one on the 12 steps under arrest with that, this kind of view, and then a non-linear book called Escape to Everywhere just transcriptions of old talks I, I've given, which I think are, are good. Uh, they, they, each page never leaves the point. And, and, uh, just ways. I think live is the best way to, to engage in this, and then video, audio, book, but other people like books and stuff. But I like live the best. Something happens, yeah, juice. All right. 
that's it, I think. Okay. Hey, thank you. Thank Thanks you. for paying attention. I think some of us are going to go eat if you like to join us at Maron, Maroons. Uh, Maros. 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 I've got to call them, hopefully. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll just go. And 